Hey, welcome to the Pragmatic Live podcast. This is Dave Daniels. I am the VP of Customer Success at Pragmatic Institute. And today we're going to talk about Pragmatic Labs, uh, We've uh, something new that we've been doing uh, in the last year. And wanted to give you some insight on what those are about. And uh, we're getting a lot of in, inbound questions on them. Uh, they're a little confused maybe by the name. So we're gonna, I'm going to tell you everything you need to know about labs in 20 minutes or less. So uh, a lab is basically a one-day professional services engagement. Um, it's, it's geared around a specific deliverable or action. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to illustrate... Um, I'm going to illustrate labs by talking about the positioning lab, which is our most popular lab so far. Uh, many of you have taken classes and you have uh, learned about things like architecture and positioning documents and personas and how all that stuff fits together. Uh, you may, may have even attended a class where you did a, uh, exercise on it, a group exercise. I'm going to walk you through how you would do it in your own business at your own location. So why do the labs? Um, particularly because for some of us, it's just with everyday stuff going on, it's hard to get started. You want to get started. You've written down. You want to get started. Uh, but sometimes you just need a little catalyst to move things along, and we can do that for you. And it's a lower-cost investment because it's a one-day in and out. Uh, unlike our classes that are uh, we charge by the person that attends, Labs are fixed price. It's a smaller, uh, more intimate group, and uh, it's much easier to buy. So it's, uh, it's an easier purchasing decision. So, uh, so what's a lab? Uh, a lab is uh, a facilitation. If we're going to be doing positioning uh, as a lab, uh, I might come in or one of our team members might come in. And what we do is run through a structured process, uh, not dissimilar to the one you learned. It's a little bit more expanded and the tools are expanded and we walk walk you through. So the first part will be reviewing the personas and do you really know who those personas are and do you have weaknesses in those? And then the next part would be going through the, the problem mapping, which is uh, connected to what you know as the architecture worksheet. Uh, and then from the, uh, from the architecture worksheet, we'd work through and develop the problem-oriented features. Once the problem-oriented features are done, we go to a positioning statement. So we have a, a, a formula, a template for doing that now. And it, I said that pretty quickly in a few minutes, but I will assure you those pieces that I just talked about will take you all day. Uh, we've done enough of them, and I've, I've personally done enough of them to know that we, when we start at 9 o'clock, we hope to get out of there by 4.30. We have gotten out there between 4.45 and 5 o'clock, and uh, that included having a lunch. And of the ones that I conducted and, and had the privilege to work with, we worked pretty much straight through lunch. So a lot of what happens in a lab, particularly a positioning lab, is there's a lot of conventional wisdom. This is the way we've always done it. This is the way we've always thought about it. Um, there might be some sacred cows, and it can be very advantageous for someone like myself or someone on the team to come through and say, but why? And another amazing thing that, that a lot of us uh, overlook sometimes, we get so close to the companies and the products uh, that we have, the, the companies we work for and the products that we have, 
is we fail to forget that sometimes our customers buy our products because of things other than just the features in the product. And um, it's amazing um, when, when that happens. You see that and we get, oh, but we have this feature, but the competitor down the street has a better feature. And, oh, we have feature X and they have a better product. I'm like, well, why did they buy from you? And we go through those kind of things too. What are your, what are your distinctive competencies? What are the things that you do well that your customers really, really value? And so uh, when we walk out uh, at the end of the day, what you will have in your hands is for one product and for one of your personas, you will have the beginnings of a positioning document that you can complete from that point forth. And uh, so far, it's been a blast. We've done quite a few of them, and we'd love to do more of them, and we'd be love, love to help you out on those. So uh, to find out more, uh, the easiest way to do that would be go to our website at pragmaticinstitute.com labs, L-A-B-S, and you can learn all you want. Um, if you have any questions, just reach out to us, uh, either from someone on our sales team or give us a call, and we'll be happy to uh, answer any questions you have, see how it works. As far as the number of people who uh, from your company that will attend a lab, Plan on between 8 and 12 uh, as, a, as an upper limit. The reason why we say 8 to 12 is once you get too many people in the room, uh, we just can't get anywhere. There are just too many opinions being slung around or uh, there's too many arguments about finer points that are just not necessary. And so we like to keep it small and intimate. So if you're going to plan a positioning lab, here's what I want you to be thinking about. One, pick a product or service, and also a persona. So one of the things that I will do when you contact us is say, which persona are you, you targeting and which product are we going to do positioning for? And I'm going to interrogate you on how well you know your persona, because if you don't know your persona well, then, as everyone knows who's attended our classes, you know the output the outcome of the positioning is not going to be very good. Um, likewise, we might have some really, really good marketers in the room who know lots about the persona, but don't quite have enough insight into the product and how it works. So it's good good time to bring in uh, somebody from the product side as well. So uh, if you're if you're thinking about job title, uh, job titles that in your organization you're thinking about including. Uh, product marketing, uh, marketing, uh, product managers, now, anybody who has a good grasp of the product and a good grasp of the personas and the problems that they have that you can solve for them. So let's talk about some of the ways that we can help you work through some of the log jams of doing positioning in the positioning lab. And I'm going to give you three examples of, uh, of situations that I've run into uh, recently. Uh, one, people get stuck on word choices. They get hung up on having to use a certain word like a comprehensive or um, things like that. They're, they're okay words, um, but in the end what winds up happening is they can't break, break through that. Sometimes it's helpful for someone like us to come in and say, you know what, there's a better word for that. What are you trying to get across? And we'll, we'll facilitate through to get a better word. 
because positioning is an internal activity. And this leads us to the to my next uh, stumbling point that, that some people run into, is that they try to do messaging before the positioning is complete, and they confuse the two at the same time. So mess, you know, positioning is about what we want to say. Messaging is about how we say it. And so as an internal communications vehicle, positioning is an input into driving messaging. And so uh, we'll, we'll try to catch that as quickly as we can when we see when it goes off. And there, there's some people who just feel like they've got a little bit of flair with words and we have to just kind of bring them back and say, this is not the purpose of, of what we're doing today. We're just trying to get the solid core of uh, what we're trying to say. And then the third one I alluded to previously is overlooking the value you deliver to your customers. We can get people that are so hung up on the features and the technical capabilities of the product, they fail to realize that there are other reasons why their customers buy. It could be because you have a, an amazing reputation that you've built up over, over decades. It could be because, yeah, you don't have the, the most innovative technology on the planet, but the stuff you have works and it's super reliable and, they, and your customers know you'll stand behind it. And so people will get hung up on those little nuances and think, I can't be successful because there's a startup down the street that has, uh, they're doing one thing better than we do, but it's only in one small area. This was Dave Daniels for Pragmatic Live. If you have questions about any of our labs, please visit our website at pragmaticinstitute.com slash labs, L-A-B-S. See you next time.